Welcome to the Created Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Frierson. If you're a woman leader in the ministry or marketplace, you've come to the right place. So buckle up and get ready for season five of the show, where each week a new co-host will join me, and we will have real, raw, and fun conversations about living out our faith in the marketplace and more. Enjoy. All right. Well, I'm with my friend, Kim. Hi, Kim. Hi, Heather. It's good to see you. I'm so glad to have you here. Now, I'm introducing you because we're obviously on a podcast, but really this whole series is about just having real and raw conversations about how we have our faith in the marketplace and women as leaders. And you have been a public figure for really a long time, which Mm -hmm. is why I think you're awesome to even talk about this. So before we dive into our behind the scenes conversation that no one's supposed to be listening to, (laughs) (laughs) tell everybody who you are real quick. Where, how much detail do you want? I mean, just give the the elevator, two minute elevator pitch. That's longer than, you know. Yes, I am a former news anchor and reporter. I did that for a long time and then continued to do on-air work after that for a long time as well. I still do some voiceover work, corporate video work. I've taught television reporting at the University of Texas. I have worked many different kinds of jobs when I left news. I left a you know, a a full-time that was then a part-time job uh, at the very end when I was at the TV station to sometimes find myself with three part-time jobs uh, just so I didn't have to have one real one. Uh, And I started Barnes Team Media about seven years ago to really help people with their on-camera presence because Facebook Live had just become a thing. And there, it was just such a, a great place for a way for people to be able to really share what they do and, and use it in business, if you will. Then we also started Parenting Aging Parents, my husband and I, who's a former sportscaster. So we have a very similar career path, although we are very different. He is extremely introverted. I'm not. I'm much more the opposite direction. And so we started Parenting Aging Parents to really help support adult children because that's the world that we live in. I'm also a very proud mom of two young 20-year-olds who are gainfully employed and have their own health insurance, which is a huge win. (laughs) That's a win. Like, and have their own health insurance. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. We're self-employed. So them having their own health insurance is really, really important. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we were saying how earlier before we, before we hit record, if you will, that we were already having this conversation. I was like, oh, these, this is why I want to record these conversations because there's so many struggles between in this whole idea of how do you walk out your faith in the marketplace and I, and how do you be a woman leader? Mm -hmm. And I just have to say, even the first time I met you was at a women in business faith group Mm -hmm. years ago. And I recognized you because of TV, but because of TV, I didn't know you were a Christian, you know, like you're reporting the news. Right. Right. And so it was really, I loved meeting people like that. that like, Oh, I didn't know that they love Jesus too. <laughs> right. um, and of course you can't report that on the news. Like, you know, not everybody can be Catholic giver where they give her a whole segment to share the gospel, which mm-hmm. is cool. Um, but, you know, you've struggled or I'm saying you struggled. I would think in that arena, you would struggle a little bit with how do you balance reporting your faith and all these mm-hmm. things. So yeah. and then even now having your own business, the, the conversation that didn't get recorded was you're in these two businesses. Right. Right. And trying to figure out what the Lord wants you to do. So, yeah. Well, I think that for me as a reporter, I think probably where I, you know, wasn't as 
you weren't able to just come right out and, you know, share your faith. I always, I've always felt like, and maybe I just don't feel like I'm a great evangelist, if you will. My thought process has always been, can I be a good example Mm -hmm. of Jesus? Can I be, can I live in a way that hopefully somebody would look and think, okay, this is a good example. And I know I fall short often daily, probably. But I think for me, that was kind of always the way that I would try to incorporate my faith, if you will, is just by in the way that I treated other people or the way I would interact with others. You know, you know, when we had to, you had to go try to talk to a parent who had lost a child, you know, or something like that in news or some really hard stories that you cover. I think it's coming from that place of empathy and trying to understand, if you will, and even just in the way that you interact with your employees, I mean, not your employees, your coworkers, you yeah. know, the, um, just what do you talk about? Or do you mention, I, I think sometimes it's a, it's a struggle for some people. Do you say, Hey, I'm not available right now, or I can't work on Saturday, or do you share, I can't work on Sunday morning because I have church first or because I'm going to a Bible study. You know, sometimes I feel like I've kind of used by dropping little hints like that, if you will, sometimes by saying, oh, I've got a Bible study or I've got something like that where it would, it, it, somebody would assume, right. That if you're going to a Bible study that then if they had more, hope so, (laughs) right. Right. More questions or or things. Maybe you were researching. Right. Yeah. But I, so so for me, I think it's always been more about, can I try to be and try on a daily basis? Can I be a, can I try to be a good example of helping others, serving others, and just treating others well. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's always hard. I mean, like, I mean, so let's just dive in even deeper on that discussion. I mean, you're a part of our CW membership where we're trying to build a community of women of faith that have their own business and really understanding that God has you in the marketplace on purpose. And so you're in this new season, you're not a reporter, but you're still using that skill set in two different areas. And you're trying to find that balance of what God is calling you to do and to pay the bills. Is that what you were saying earlier? Oh, for sure. For sure. I I think that, you know, there's that discussion of, are you, one, it's determining, okay, where am I actually supposed to be focusing my attention and my time and who am I supposed to be serving? I think is one of the the first questions. And with, you know, Barnes T Media, I started that about seven years ago, and that has always been designed to help people really build their confidence and build their skill set so that they can use communication, they can use video, they can use public speaking or media interviews to be able to really shine and yeah. do that well. And that I I believe has has been something that we, you know, I was able to use what I know and what I've been doing myself for so long as a way to be able to serve people. Yeah. Interestingly, when we started parenting aging parents, which was my husband's idea, it was really truly him because this is he, his mom has advanced Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. And so as they were looking at memory care places, he realized, oh my gosh, this is so confusing. They're talking a language we don't understand. And we thought we were prepared. You know, we, th- we had the legal stuff figured out. We had the financial stuff figured out, but yet it's still so confusing and overwhelming. And if we thought we felt, felt like we were prepared and yet we're this overwhelmed, surely most people are really overwhelmed. We should do something. Yeah. And as somebody who was already self-employed, Mike worked at the TV station for 29 years 
And unfortunately, and this is where you just have to have, this is, this has truly been a walk of faith because he, after 29 years of very successfully being there, new management came in and let him go. And it's, it's, it's one of those that you go, okay, God, we are trusting. This is not at all what we would have thought was, would happen. We have to trust that you've got something else. And we're, you know, he actually did it, has a faith-based message that he shares about Jeremiah 29, 11, just for, I know the plans I have for you and having to feel we've had to sit so confidently in that for the last yeah. few years. And so when he decided to join, how do you me, sit confident, confidently in that? <laughs> how do you actually do that? Because I think, you know, not think, I know God always says that, right. He says, you know, whether it's the way it happened for you guys or something else, sometimes the Lord just strips something because he's ready for you to do something new and you weren't ready. Well, or, yeah. yeah. I mean, for, fortunately there, it was a really, um, there was writing on the wall for about a year. Like there was, it was a really tough year, his last year on the job. And I don't want to speak his story for him, but it was, it was tough but we knew it was likely coming. So right. in some ways, God did prepare us that this was, pro this. It, it wasn't just a, you went in and were completely blindsided yeah. and had no idea. So we had about a year to start thinking, oh, I, I think this, I think this is going to happen. And in some ways we've looked at it and, or the way that I've looked at it is that he was very good at his job. He had done it for a long time and was beloved in the community. I mean, one best of, you know, best of Austin, best sportscaster, I don't know, I think 17 times. Wow. So he was very, very loved. But I think that it also, and he worked hard. He worked probably during football season, at least 60 hours a week. Oh my God. He worked so hard. And so I feel like there, there's a, a part where that he could have you know, if he had chosen to stay, things would have stayed the same, but I, I think it would have been hard for us to have him leave partly because I was self-employed and he had a job with benefits. Sure, you know? Yeah. You're like, uh, it's, hard, it's hard. Yeah. And so, and so some ways I do think that it was just God's way of like, okay, we're just going to kick you out. Like, it's just like, <laughs> it's time to do something different. And this is not necessarily your choice. So right we're just, it's going to, it's going to sort of force you. And, and truthfully, when I left TV, when I left the news, um, the news part of the station as well, what happened in that situation was they, I had been, they had let me go part-time when my daughter was born, our daughter was born. So I, I did that for four years. And at the end of four years, my boss said, okay, we, we need to, you know, we need to rene renegotiate your contract or your contract set for renewal. And it was one of those that I just thought, you know, I bet because it was very unusual for them to let me go part-time, which I was so grateful for. That's not something they normally let TV anchors do. So I was super grateful, but I remember I can picture myself sitting in the car before I went in to go have my meeting with my boss. And I just said, okay, God, you have to make it super clear as to whether I should continue what I'm doing or do I need to do something else? Yeah. And part of that was that I worked weekends. So I worked, I worked part-time Saturday and Sunday. Oh man, that's hard. And I had worked, I mean, out of my 15 years of news, I probably, if you added it all together, I probably worked 12 years every Saturday and Sunday. Oh my gosh. It's just, it's because the news yeah, happens. And I, no, I, get it. I worked, yeah. I worked in ministry and yeah. now I, in the church. And now I think, oh my gosh, you can imagine working all day Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> ministry is same. Yeah. Ministry is so the same. So I, so that, so that was normal to us, but, be, but because of that, you know, I worked part-time 
Mike, Mike worked Monday through Friday, except during football season when he also worked, worked on Saturdays. But so we had had, you know, four years of, if we wanted to take a family day together, he had to take a vacation day. You know, so it was, it had been, I mean, it was great. It was great for the kids, but, but the long and short of that, I kind of made that longer than it needed to be. But I literally sat in my car and just said, okay, God, if you don't want me to do this anymore, you've got to make this really, really clear. Cause I feel like I would have had a hard time walking away from that as well. Cause I had been doing it for many years and I was good at it. And it was, you know, easy for me because I had been doing it. Yeah. And I sat at the table and my boss said, you know, headcount issues, blah, blah, blah. We really need, we can't have another, a part-time person in this position anymore. You really need to come back full-time. Yeah. And I remember saying, so are you saying it's full-time or no time? And he said, yes. And I said, I think I'm going to have to choose no time then. Yeah. And I got back into my car and I kind of laughed because I said, okay, God, I think that that made it clear because with Mike's crazy schedule, two parent, two parents working in television news with young children would have, it's doable, but it would have been really hard, really hard. Yeah. So that, so in that case, it was like, I really sort of just laid it out with, you know, like you got to make this super clear. And then I think with, with Mike losing his job, it was also like, okay, we're just, you know, punk kicking you out if you will. And you're going to have to figure it out. So, so those you, have been real, cl- those were sort of real clear options. And then I think it's tricky sometimes because you're feeling like, okay, so should, should he come work for me? You know, should one of us get a job? Should we, can, can we make this a go? And, and I feel like for a lot of it, God has been so gracious in providing like just the next step sometimes. And that's hard because we want to see the bigger picture. We want to see further out. And sometimes it was a matter of, you know, in the fall of, 2019, when we decided, okay, you're going to work with me, but it, things are still a little tight because it is really hard to be confident when you're like, okay, God, we're self-employed. And how are we, how are we both together? We, you know, we're having to pay for crazy expensive health insurance and all of that. How do we make this a go? And then, you know, with the beginning of 2020 and the, we know what happened in that world that ended up being a huge uh, 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 experience for our business because everybody all of a sudden now is on camera. So we did trainings for companies and organizations and we spoke and we did on camera, you know, a 10 day on camera challenge. And we did but we 2020 super- for you became a, a growth because of, I've never been so busy and just like, Oh my gosh, what am I doing today? Like just never been so busy. Right. But that was such an interesting question that I, that I was thinking about earlier you know, we have all this social media and because, and you train a lot of people. I feel like, and this might be some of the circles I'm in, that as Christians, we shy away from it and we think social media, um, it's, it's bad, but how can we as Christians even show up on camera well and talk about that? And that's kind of a side note. So we'll just stay there for a second. Cause I want to hear yeah. more about what, but, but that is something I've wanted to, like, I feel like Christians should be on, on social media more. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I think it depends on what your, what your goal is for it. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to use it as a platform to be able to share your ministry, your faith mm-hmm. and, or your business and, or can you do it together? Yeah. So I, I, I mean, I think social media is certainly a great place. Media interviews, podcast interviews, all of that are great ways for you to be able to share your expertise, build your credibility yeah. and bring in people because they get to know you a little bit better. 
especially with video, obviously, because they can see you, they can hear you because that's how people are drawn to you. And then once you are helping them, maybe there's an opportunity to be able to, you know, share some of the other pieces too. So I I think it really, sometimes it depends on what your, what your, what your intention is for it. Right. When you see people's faces, I feel like that builds trust. hundred percent. Right now we're recording the podcast. Only people are listening to this. We decided not to show video, but we're looking at each other so we can have a better conversation. Right. Right. Because that's how we, that's how we build relationship and we build trust is with each other. Yeah. Yeah. So going back to your story, just diving in a little bit deeper, you've had these pivotal moments where, you know, God is calling you in your business and personal life because they go together and have been, has been very clear. And now you're in this intersection, if you will, where one business is growing really well, but it's the other one that's, that's consistent, that's growing, that is helping you financially. Is that right? And am I saying that correctly? I mean, sort of, yes. I think, I mean, I, I think it gets, it's complicated on, on, on how do you, how do you focus your attention when you still sort of have, when you're running two businesses that are not related hmm. is the biggest difference. I think, you know, our, our parenting aging parents is growing. We have more than 8,100 people in our community. And, and, and that's one of those things where when Mike first had that idea and I frankly was sort of like, gosh, that does not sound like fun stuff to talk about. I mean, <laughs> to be totally honest, because it's not, it is not, it is really hard stuff when you're trying to understand Medicare and home health and dementia and you know all of those things, it is not fun stuff to talk about. And yet it was interesting because then we got super, you know, he had the idea and then we got really busy with doing on camera training because it was the height of 2020. And it wasn't until, you know, the next year when that was slowing down a little bit, some of the, you know, the, the on camera, although we just did a virtual, we just did a training last week to teach people how to be show up well virtually, you know, because it's still, it's never going to not be a thing, right. It's, it's, yeah. it's forever part of our world. Yeah. But I think that, uh, so in some ways there was a little bit of that grace. And during that time period, I just kept getting little nudges, I think of, okay, that's interesting. People aren't talking about this topic, huh? I have friends that aren't talking about this topic, even though I'm just accidentally finding out that their mom has Parkinson's or had brain surgery because we don't talk about it. And so it was, you know, when he, when it came back around and we take, we took his mom to memory care uh, and he posted something on social media about what a tough day that was. And I picked up that not only were people empathetic, of course, yeah, but how many people said, oh my gosh, I'm right there with you, wow. or I've done the same thing. And my, Mike is so gracious where he, he doesn't push. So where sometimes I need a little more pushing where, you know, that, that he would, you know, when he threw that idea out and I kind of just like discounted it a little bit, like, Oh gosh, I don't know. And we just (laughs) kind of, he kind of, we just, it just kind of went on the back burner. But after that, that move and me seeing that and also paying attention to what I'm noticing from other people, I'm also was doing much more even for my mom. And I said, kind of out of the blue that day, I said, I think you're right. I think we should do something. And mm-hmm. so that's where I really feel like that was a God thing because I mean, how it's, it's such a, I mean, we could have easily just been plugging along, doing what we're doing with our own, you know, helping each other, if you will. But I, you know, the little things have been seeding in me over that year when yeah. or year and a half really till we finally just sort of you know, thought, okay. And I, and, and, and my strategy, if you will, I don't know if that's, a, if that's the right term, but you know, I have a really hard time sitting still to be totally honest. 
and have a really hard time being really still with God sometimes and saying, okay, I'm going to be really still. How am I going to know that I'm taught that you're talking to me? You know, I had a, a girl in a Bible study one time that always used to say, I just need that stone tablet. Like just, just drop it on down. Give love me, it. Give I me love the, that. Yes. Give me the, give me what's the next step. And so I, I struggle with that. And I struggle with indecision sometimes of, is that me? Is that because I want that to be, is that, or is that God? And so for me, a lot of times it's okay, God, I think this is where we're supposed to be headed. I think that you want us to do that. I'm going to take a step forward and let me know if that's not where I'm supposed to be going, then pull back. back. So how do you then in this season, no matter if the season changes or it stays like this, you know, we're talking about faith in the marketplace Mm -hmm. and God really using us in different ways. Why do you feel like this is important for God to have you do something like this? Parenting aging parents. Yeah. Like, what do you feel the purpose is other than, and maybe it's the same purpose, the overarching purpose of there's not enough information out there. That it's a, it's a really a good question because there are, you know, why us, if you will, and why, you know, there are other people that are probably helping and there's services that are out there. I feel like maybe this would be kind of a little bit of a, a, of a clue perhaps is that after we'd started parenting aging parents about two weeks later, we had created the Facebook group and we had, you know, dozens and pe- dozens of people who had joined, maybe even a couple hundred by that point. And we started doing interviews from the very beginning because we thought, okay, what can we add to this conversation? Let's use our experience. We're both former journalists. We've interviewed thousands of people. That's a way we can help share information. And it was funny because uh, about two weeks later, Mike and I were on walking the dog and I said, you know, I said, this is going to sound really funny, but I actually am really having fun with this Mm. and not fun because it's fun stuff to talk about, but, but because what I realized is that one of my favorite things to do is be a reporter, find out information and share it with others in a way that can help them understand. Mm. Two, I love to connect people. So if I can connect you to that, the resources and the other people who can help you, that gives me no greater joy. Yeah. And being able to see other people helping each other. And so I realized the the kind of the three main things we were doing are things that I love to do. And so it really made me feel like, okay, I think this is really what we're supposed to be doing because this uses our skill sets, if you will, and my love for being able to connect people and, and help people and why us versus somebody else, you know, I I don't know, but, but I feel, but I feel like we, because you're in it right now, you're in that season right now. So why not? Well, exactly. You don't and have to have experience per se for this subject. It's helping other people just like you, you know, yes. find information. But what's interesting about what you said that I love that we talk about all the time here at Creative Woman is your purpose in life will never change, but your strategy will. You literally just said that the reason you had fun was because you get to interview, you get to research, you get to discover and bring the story together. That is the same purpose you've had your whole life. You're just doing it in a different way. And I think that's that that could be overlooked if you weren't you, you know, mm-hmm. you weren't Kim, that, you know, you you realize that and maybe that was God helping you. But I think sometimes a lot of us can overlook that when there's something, maybe what we think is at a left field, like aging, helping parents. That's not what <laughs> right. we do. Right. It's not the subject that you normally do, but it is a skill set that you normally right. do. 
Right. Like I love to be able to, yeah, let me find that information and decipher it. Let me help explain it. Let's let's simplify it. So what you're really saying is this is how home health works. Yes. You know, those kinds of things. So yes, it uses this, the skills that I've used in my entire career to help cut through, if you will, or help even figure out how do you find the information that you need? And I think that the other thing too, is I didn't even think about the fact that of course, I mean, the whole reason why we're doing this is because this is where we are in life. It was not that we were sitting around going, Ooh, we should start a business. What should it be? It would not have been this one. I'm pretty sure. You know, that wasn't the spreadsheet. Right. Exactly. And, and I think that also, you know, then it allows us to use our skills too. We love speaking. We love going to share with adult children. How can you be better prepared for this stage of life? And that lets us use our public speaking skills and our communication skills and our storytelling skills, which is so fun. It's so fun. And to be able to see then when you see light bulbs go off and you see people in our community every week, every day who are just saying, Oh my gosh, I don't know what I would do without the rest of you. And, you know, it's a group of strangers, if you will, but all pulled together for that common purpose. So, oh my gosh, there's so much there. This is where I love to dig in. And like, of course it's you guys and it's, it's a subject. And I'm, I I feel like there's just probably listeners out there. Like when some one, when it drops out of left field, Mm -hmm. I always say that's when, you know, you've heard from the Lord. Like that was not my thought. That was not my idea. I would never want to do that. And so maybe there's been a thought that someone's had and it's like, wait a minute, that doesn't fit me. Yeah. Where'd that come from? Where'd that come from? I'm not doing it. But when you scale it down, it does fit your season of life, Mm -hmm. your skill set. And it's just really God birthing a new dream that you didn't even know you had. And, and it's something that women, not just women, people need men and women about their parents. And so God's using your gifts and talents Mm -hmm. to make a difference. And who knows how many people you're going to get to pray for or have already Mm -hmm. and spearhead this. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily, even when you feel like this is what we're called to do, it doesn't always necessarily make it so that it's just super easy all the time because there's still, and not that the process isn't easy because I think that when you are in, in God's will, things doors open and and things like that. But I think that the biggest challenge for me is which is the right next step. Yeah. Oh, and, 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 and pulling back and having that still and quiet time, which is really a challenge for me of, okay, things are going well. What's the next? Are we supposed to spend more time doing this? Should we yeah. be, you know, refocusing a little effort here? Should we be doing more of this? And and all within the same the compounds. And I just heard something the other day that from a mentor of mine that I thought was really interesting. That it's it's almost like if it's work that you can do by yourself, mm-hmm. then you're that you that then it's not faith because you can you know you're not having to rely on God. If it's something that's big enough and that you think, oh my gosh, I am not equipped for this. I don't know how this is going to happen. Yeah. That's when you have to use faith and it becomes you and God together, which Mm -hmm. can, we know bring about, you know, things that we would not even imagine. I have a a verse right here. Ephesians three 20, never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream and exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. And with, with God, we can create things that we couldn't even imagine. Yeah. I love it, that. And, and it's hard sometimes too, because we, we, we get ahead of ourselves or we jump in and we think, oh yeah, we should do this. And 
And I think that for me, without having that stone tablet, you are still having to take those steps or I'm having to take those steps of, okay, I I'm going to, I'm going to float this idea, or I'm going to, I'm going to take a step forward because I think that's where we're supposed to head. If it's not pull back or let me know. Yeah. And he will, he's faithful. And those redirections are hard sometimes. Yeah. But he's faithful to do it. That's for sure. Yeah. Okay. Two last questions before, well, while we wrap up and I'll just do this really fast. And this is going to be a shameless plug, <laughs> but knowing where you're going, two things. One, my question is what's your prayer for your business? Either, either one, both or either one. And that you feel like visionary vision wise, mm-hmm. God is leading you. So that's, it's your prayer. And then two YCW membership. Gotcha. Okay. I, for CW membership, that's easy. I think it's, it, it, I mean, I love women in business and I love, you know, men in business too. It's, you know, it's, it's not just women, but I, I think that, uh, you know, I, I love being able to he- learn and, 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 you know, yeah. learn new skills and, and be able to do business with people. But I do think there's something unique when I can say, you know, Heather, I'm, I am really like, we're at a crossroads and I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be going, you know, this direction or this direction. Am I supposed to go left or right? Would you pray that I get clarity on that? Okay. There's power in that when you have, when you can feel like I know somebody is really helping me along that journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And All so right. I, I think there's power in that. And, 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 and you know, it, it's fun to be able to do business with people that where you can, you just know you have that commonality. It reminds me of that yeah. verse in Isaiah. I prayed a lot. Whether you turn to the right or, or the left, you will hear a voice behind you saying this mm-hmm. way, go this mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I would say, I mean, this is my, has been my constant prayer for, you know, every Bible study I'm in or small group I'm in for probably asked created woman for, you know, two years now, since we started, this is just God's plan and provision Yeah, that, that he will, you know, provide that plan. And, and, and I know that, you know, if you think about that, the lamp on the lamp unto my feet, it doesn't necessarily say, and I, I, this one stuck with me when I heard it described this way, it doesn't say I'm going to light up the whole path. It lights up. I'm going to light up the next step. <laughs> I know. Don't you hate that? Like we need the tablet and the full light. <laughs> yes, that's right. Let's see. Like where, where's, where's the, where's the lot we're headed to or whatever. Yeah. We yeah. Just so, it up. yeah. yeah. So just yeah. that, you know, just knowing that what's the plan and am I taking the right next steps and then just providing for this to be able to, I mean, I just feel like the more, the, the more we can, the more we can bring in, the more we can help others Yeah, in, in a way that we can reach more people and help more people. Right. And it takes finances to do that. I love it. I think, yeah. I think we're going to see a lot of more coming out of this. Uh, well, you're always been a leader and you're obviously a great communicator. So I am just cheering you on for sure. Like good things, all good Thank things. Thank you. Thank and, it you. Needs, and we need people more like you and uh, other Christians leading the efforts and to help with healing because what you're doing is really helping people heal. So thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, ladies, I am so excited about all the things. I know I use that word a lot, but I love what we get to do over here at Creative Woman. And I just want to share it with everyone I know. If you are looking for a community of women who love Jesus, know they are called to be leaders in the ministry and marketplace, and love to have fun, then this is the community for you. So go check out all the ways you can get involved from CW Circles to membership and start taking the next steps in your leadership today. 
Also, be sure to follow us over on Instagram at creativewoman so that you can stay up to speed with all that's happening. And if you want to follow me personally, you can find me over at Heather Frierson 29. Hey, don't forget to go like and subscribe to the podcast too, wherever you listen so that together we can empower more women to be who they are created to be as well. I'm so glad you joined us today. It really does mean a lot that you would take the time out of your busy schedule to listen. I hope you have a great rest of your week and until next time, go and be the woman you are created to be. Bye.